morning. I know a little bit of change of background today. Uh, we set up a studio in our living room to take some professional pictures and I just thought I would use this for today's video. So, cheers. Okay. Oh boy, I don't even really know where to start today because this is something I have run into for the last 16 years in doing one-on-one -on -one sessions and experienced massively in my own life and have some very dear friends and people I care about deeply that are dealing with this. So we're going to talk today about massive self-betrayal and maybe not in the way that you would think. So one of the dynamics that I come across fairly often, I would say I've come across it at least 200 times. Now, maybe 200 times in 7,000 sessions isn't that that much, but it's a big deal. And what it is, is when people are living a lie, meaning that a big part of their life, whether that is their career, their, it's honestly, let's just speak it. It's usually relationship. It's usually romantic relationship. It's usually a marriage. And these are the people that are married to somebody that they don't love uh, or they're not in love with at all that often, well, every time they're not at all attracted to them. They are crying themselves to sleep at night or they are mostly dead inside. They feel totally trapped, entangled, and they feel like the cost of getting out is going to be too high to pay. I wish that I could record sessions, and I know I've said this before, but I wish you guys could hear from some people who have lived through this and are either um, at the end of their life and speaking about it in the past or are really just paying an extremely high price. The idea is that something is going to shift. The idea is that if you wait long enough, that something is going to get better. And for those of us who got out of relationships and jobs like this, we know that that's simply not the case. Okay? I'm going to set my coffee down because... I must use my hands. Does my shirt match this chair? Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, oh, this is so hard to speak to you guys because we don't want to hear it. We don't want to hear the words, but we have to parse out the difference between uh, temporary or a one little piece of something that doesn't work for you in your relationship or your job or where it's really, truly self-betrayal. 
And can you imagine getting to the end of your life and looking back at like a 50 year marriage that you were miserable in 90 plus percent of the time? It, what would possibly be worth that? And uh, these are the things that I hear over and over. I hear the kids. It is sickening to give kids a template like that. I don't feel like any of us should be in a marriage that we would never, ever, ever want our children to experience. And I'm just going to go with the marriage relationship part, even if you're not legally married to them, but you've been with them for years. And it's basically a common law marriage, same thing. But it is this combination usually of don't want to hurt kids, financial entanglement, um, what it will look like, all of that. And you've heard all of those. You've heard all of those reasons why people stay, whether it's you or whether it's someone you love. But I'm going to tell you right now, I finally saw what it comes down to for many, many people. And what it comes down to, and they may not be able to see this clearly, I know I couldn't until I did, but what it comes down to is how much someone has invested. And if they were to end it now after 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 12 years, they almost have to admit to themselves that it was a poor investment. But if they hold out for the change, it will have all been worth it. I feel like this is the ultimate lie. There is a huge difference between the normal and even healthy ups and downs in a relationship. There's a difference between that and deep incompatibility. You cannot be yourself. You are walking on eggshells. Guess what, you guys, in healthy relationships, we don't walk on eggshells. I didn't even know that because I walked on eggshells in every relationship I've been in until this one, and it's pure heaven. It's not healthy. It's not functional to be walking on eggshells. You, another sign that you're in a very dysfunctional relationship is that there are tons of things that you cannot bring up or talk about. Um, you can't be yourself. You have to tone yourself down. You have to fake. You have to pretend. You don't want to be touched by them. When they touch you, you cringe. Your body pulls away from that, okay? That's a very bad sign. You don't feel connected to them. You don't trust them. Uh, maybe you even love them as a person, but not as a life partner. Now, let's say that's, your, that's the case, because there are some of you watching this that are like, you know what? I do love my partner, but not in that way, not in a romantic way. How is that fair to them? Even if they're the nicest person in the world, and you, but you don't really want to be there, can you imagine finding out that your partner is with you out of pity or out of not wanting to have made a bad investment? 
let them go find somebody who adores them. Because often, I'll tell you what, often it's not even that either person in the relationship is a bad person or is evil or even necessarily narcissistic, sociopathic, psychopathic. I mean, sometimes that's the case. But sometimes it's just that they have such different values and priorities and things that matter to them that if both people, that there's literally no way for both people to get what they want, right? We've talked a little bit about this. One person wants this, one person wants this. You compromise as much as you can and there's still this huge gap. Are you gonna get to the end of your life glad that you had to fake the most essential element or elements of your life? For those of you who have parents who are older and still with the person they don't love, the person that they feel disdain for, how is that for you as their child? Does that work for you? Has that worked for you as a template? You guys, this isn't to judge. I did it. I did it twice for a good chunk of time each time. I cried myself to sleep. I toned myself down. I kept my mouth shut. I pretended, pretended, pretended. And the toll that I took was so heavy. It was so much putting on extra weight, health issues, um, not knowing who I was anymore, disdain for myself, anger at myself that I couldn't figure out how to make it work and be happy. And for me, it wasn't until I got out that I realized the extent of what I had done to myself and to my children, honestly, the template I gave my children again. So what is worth this? What is truly worth this level of self-betrayal? Now, there are some of you that this isn't your partner. You have a wonderful marriage or a wonderful partnership, but you are in a career that is killing you on a very deep, almost like a soul level. And your creativity is stifled and you dread waking up in the morning. You guys, nothing is worth this. And I hear it all. I can't afford to, I have bills. I have to have insurance. You would be better off downsizing your life to almost nothing than putting yourself through this. What are we doing to ourselves when we do this? What are we saying to ourselves? You know the point at which you have to accept that it's not going to change. If your partner is 55 years old and they've been like this their whole entire adult life, it's not going to change at this point. They're not going to all of a sudden become somebody that you want to live your life with. Now, can this be done in a loving, authentic, integrous way? That's the goal here. 
The goal is not to blow your life up willy-nilly and destroy everything around you, which by the way, the next archetype we're gonna be talking about is the destroyer. So we'll get into some of that. But the, the intention here is to get yourself as honest as possible with yourself and then to sit your partner down or your boss down if you're quitting your job and, and own it. Fully, fully own it without blaming them without putting it all on them, fully owning what does and doesn't work for you, where you are out of integrity. And because there's a really good chance, especially if this is in your marriage, but your job too. You guys, if you're not, if it's not right for you, your job's not right for you, do you really think that you're right for it? That you're doing some amazing job there? If your partner is right for you, there's a really good chance you are no better for them than they are for you. How are you going to make the difference in the world that you need to make? How are you going to even know who you truly are when you are living a lie? And again, you guys, I did this. This is not me getting mad at you or upset with you. I'm impassionate because I know the toll that it takes and because it breaks my freaking heart when I have someone come to me who is elderly, who's towards the end of their life and who spent their life in this place and regrets it with every fiber of their being. What what in you is going to be glad that you did it? And again, I have people come back to me, well, you know, I had a really rough time in my second year of marriage, but we stuck it out and we're really good now. You freaking know the difference between sticking out a hard time and going through a phase and 20 years of misery and self-betrayal, okay? So, so honor that difference and be honest with yourself about what that looks like. And I just don't believe, you know, some people do this for religious reasons. And definitely for me, I was like, I have a family. I made vows and oaths. I cannot believe in a God or a universe that would ask us to live every day of our lives in misery and betrayal. I don't believe it. I absolutely don't believe it. And for those people who think there's some great reward at the end of this massive lie, how could that be? How could there be a reward at the end of something that is so utterly and completely not your truth? Now, there's also that element of the intermittent reward, right? Where you get that hit because you have one good day at your job or because your partner is nice to you for two hours out of a year. And it gives you that high and you really, it gives you that hope. You have to believe the evidence. You have to believe the patterns because you guys, patterns never lie. They don't lie. All right, now, having said all of that, 
I know that some of you are like, I already got out of my shitty marriage. I, I love my career and my job. So maybe for you, it's not something so drastic, right? Maybe for you, it's not something so, so, so dramatic that you're totally self-betraying and living a lie. But what aspect of your life are you trying to justify and rationalize? What aspect of your life, maybe it's not the worst thing ever, but it really isn't working very well for you and it's not a fit with the rest of your life. Now, if you wonder why I talk so much about this type of thing, it's because of the 7,000 effing sessions I've done with people where I hear their pain and I hear their potential trying to come through their spirit and being blocked by something. What is blocking your greatest light? What is blocking your potential, right? Because it takes a tremendous amount of courage and strength to move past it, but you guys, we must. We must. Do you really think I'm the kind of person that would want you to just break up a family willy-nilly Hell no. I know the pain of breaking up a family. But I'm telling you, sometimes there is a deeper pain in trying to hold something together that does not really belong together. I woke up this morning having a much funner idea for a video to do today. And I knew that I was going to have to talk about this. So clearly there is one of you wonderful, beautiful, lovely people who I adore who needed this message. And if it's you, own up to it, be honest with it, get the support you need and have the strength to trip your life. Okay? I love you. May your coffee be strong and your life be blessed. Mm -hmm.